with support provided by the Kalamazoo Artistic Development Initiative, a program of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. BoomTube presents Afraid. Veronica, it's Anne Hastings. I hope I'm not calling too late. I am so sorry I keep missing your calls. I also sent you an email. I just wanted to let you know I am absolutely still interested in taking the position. Like I was saying, what with everything going on here at the paper, any extension on my start date would be amazing. Um, if that's not possible on your end, though, just let me know and uh, we can go from there. All right, I'm looking forward to talking some more and getting started at Inscribe. Yay! Thank you so much for the flexibility. I really appreciate it. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Thanks again. Bye. Hi, how are you? <laughs> well, I suppose that depends. Was that an interrogative or a simple pleasantry? Uh, an interrogative, I guess. I try to be genuine. Ah, as do I. And so, in answer to your question, I have been better. Oh, I'm sorry. I hope that everything's okay. Like I said, it is not. Right. Um, you wouldn't happen to be Ricky by chance, would you? I'm afraid that you have me at a disadvantage. And that does not happen often within my dominion. Your... your dominion? The gas station? Yes. I called and spoke with someone here earlier. He said that you were going to be working the late shift tonight. My name is Anne Hastings. I'm with the Rutland Banner. Oh, the periodical we offer for purchase? Yeah, the newspaper. Sorry, it doesn't sound like anyone told you that I would be stopping by. It is a gas station. One does not need an appointment. True. Unless you want to see someone in particular. True. I wish I could say that I was surprised by the taciturn nature of my colleagues. I've always considered it at odds with our reason for being here. Right. Oh, those things behind you on the shelf are cute little figures. Did you make them? I did. What are they made from? The flotsam of the service industry. Dried out pens, pop can tabs, receipts. Oh, wow. Speaking of serving people industriously, how may I help you? I'm actually covering the death of Gary Delton. I heard that he would come in here pretty frequently, so I was hoping I might be able to ask you a few questions. That will be difficult. Oh, okay. You see, your reason for being here has everything to do with my response to your earlier interrogative. Oh, well, if you're not ready to talk about it, I can come back another time, maybe. Like I said, I know he came in here a lot, so I can only imagine how you must be feeling. It takes little imagination. I simply feel sad. You have felt sad before. In fact, something tells me you are feeling sad right now. What makes you say that? Your eyes, mostly. They look sad. Also, you seem distracted, if you will forgive me for saying so. Especially for a reporter who is covering something as exciting as a murder. In fact, at the moment, I would expect a certain level of professional zeal from someone in your line of work. 
Well, we are talking about someone having been murdered, so I don't know if exciting is the right word. Perhaps not, but in the strictest sense of the word, people hearing and reading about murder are excited. People being murdered are excited, and the people doing the murdering are awfully excited. True. Good evening. If necessary, I will be with you momentarily, sir. Well, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but if you were feeling up to it, was there anything that you might be able to tell me about Mr. Delton? He would come in every morning for a cup of coffee, and it was not unusual for the two of us to talk long enough for him to also enjoy a second cup. That's nice. What would the two of you talk about? It would be difficult to summarize. Our conversations knew no boundaries— Like all great conversationalists, Gary listened without thinking about what he wanted to say next. I would say he was journalistic in his ability to listen. But journalists start a conversation knowing the questions that they want to ask. That's true enough. Speaking of which, did you ever run into Mr. Delton outside the gas station? Not that I can remember, but it is a small town. From our conversations, I gather he happily spent most of his days fishing and most of his nights falling asleep in front of the television. And coffee and conversation in the mornings. Yes. And, truth be told, that coffee and conversation is why I now work the night shift. Sorry, I'm not sure I follow. You see, for better or worse, I had become too accustomed to our coffee and conversation. When Gary moved on... Mornings were no longer where I belonged. The two of you must have enjoyed each other's company. Perhaps. On that point, I do confess to being somewhat uncertain, though. Do I miss the man, or do I miss the conversation? Well, you can't have one without the other, right? Perhaps. Regardless, the night suits me better, I think. Indeed, it might very well have been better for both me and Gary if I had made the change some time ago. But our coffee and conversation was all a part of our routine. We do get lost in our routines, do we not, Miss Hastings? It can happen. Uh, in, In this case, it sounds like both of you enjoyed your morning routine, though. If I may speak for Gary, we did. I wonder, though, did the familiar rob us of the unfamiliar? Few people experience something as unexpected as that which Gary experienced. A true revelation, losing your life like that. In those moments... I imagine the world becomes an entirely different place. I wonder what it looks like. Well, he didn't have a choice in the matter. When one chooses to be surprised, what follows is an empty experience. I don't think it's what he would have chosen. Would it not be more horrible to die by the familiar? I don't know. I've never looked at it like that before. Something to think about. Right. Well, like I said, I'd heard that Mr. Delton would come in here every morning, so I just wanted to quickly stop in and see if you might have anything that you'd like to share. I wish I could have been more helpful. No, I uh, appreciate your time. By chance, did Mr. Delton ever mention anyone else who he was associated with? No one you have not already written about. You've been following this story in the paper? Yes, I have more time during my shifts now for reading. Right, okay, well... Thanks for taking the time to talk with me. And should I think of something to add, do you have a card so that I might get hold of you? Oh, I've actually been out of cards for a while now. I'm the worst at that, but you can just call the paper if you need to reach me. I see. And if I do see you again, 
It would be a pleasant surprise to see you with happier eyes. Thanks. Have a good night. And you, Miss Hastings. Goodbye. A fruitcake with extra nuts. Knock, knock. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, sorry, Patty. I didn't know that anyone else was still here. Yeah, I'm not at home, so I'm here. Right. My schedule's been a little crazy lately. I haven't seen you around at all. How have you been? Surviving. Yeah. I finally got my hip replacement surgery scheduled for next week, so oh, I Oh, was... that's good. So you won't need the cane anymore, right? No, no. But you know what? I might just keep it. Yeah. I like pointing with it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't ever get old, Anne. Right. It can happen. What's that you've got pulled up? Is that a painting? It's just a picture, actually. It's of those bowling balls they found on the tennis courts. Oh, I see it now. They didn't find out how that happened, did they? No. There was room in this week's police beat, so I was just putting in a quick recap about it. I see. Well... If you're going to start staying here as late as I do, you'll have to let me know if I start to snore too loudly. I usually take a quick nap at my desk before I head home. You know, I've actually walked by your desk a couple of times and saw that your eyes were closed. I always thought you were just concentrating. No, napping. Yeah. I'm really just killing some time before I have to leave for another sewer meeting. Oh my, another one. Unfortunately. How about you? What are you working on? Well, I'm actually having to deal with a bit of drama too. So you're not alone, don't worry. Yeah, there's been a bit of nasty business going on down at the community garden. Oh, okay. Yeah, people have been signing up for maintenance duty. Weed pulling, watering, things like that. But the weeds are getting bigger and the plants are getting thirstier. Ha! Now that you mention it, actually, I did notice it was looking a little rough when I drove by the other day. Yeah, it's a real shame. And needless to say, Deb is not very happy. Who's Deb again? You don't know Deb Thornapple? Oh, yeah, okay. No, I've never met her, but obviously I know her husband. Yeah. You'll be seeing Bob in a little bit, won't you? Yep. You know they're still pretty new in town, right? But she's already started a community garden, and her husband's already supervisor of the township board. There's even been talk about Deb joining the school board, too. Sounds like they're making themselves right at home. They're rich, too. Did you know that? No. Yeah. Very well off. You know how you can always tell? No. How? Their shoes. Yeah. When I met her for the first time about the community garden, I looked down and saw that her shoes were name brand, and they were so clean you could have eaten off of them. Huh. Yeah. People don't always show off their money with everything else that they have on, you can always tell by their shoes. Well, looking at my shoes, I'd say that's pretty accurate. Ha! You see? It works. Anyway, I probably shouldn't told you about all of that behind-the-scenes drama because I actually came over to see if you'd mind covering the community garden for me while I'm laid up from hip surgery. Oh, okay. Should be pretty interesting to see what happens. If they put an end to the community garden, they'll have to start letting grass grow there again. 
And we're talking about a space that's almost 50 feet by 50 feet. So who knows how big of a fuss there will be about who will have to buy the grass seed. Yeah. Besides, it'd probably be good for you to get to know Deb anyway. Like I said, she and her husband are already making quite a name for themselves, so you'll probably be crossing paths with her quite a bit over the years. Uh, yeah. Let me talk to Bernard about it, and I'll let you know. Let's plan on it, though. You know his policy. Everyday life is newsworthy. And this isn't even the sort of thing that happens every day. No, thankfully. I should probably get going, actually. They don't like me being there, so they never save a good seat for the paper. It's always been that way with board meetings. Yeah. Ah! Oh, no. Is something wrong with your back? No, I've just been sitting at the computer a lot more than normal. I thought so. Yeah. I'm going to get one of the orthopedic cushions at my desk for you. Oh, no, I'm fine. No, no. I thought I was fine, too. Then I started standing up like you just did. And before I knew it, the doctor started talking about hip replacement. I'm fine, really. Thanks. First time I went to the doctors about it, I told her that I wrote for the paper for a living. And she said that I should have gotten my hip replaced a decade ago, just as a preventive measure. All of that sitting. You don't want to end up like me, do you? I'll try the cushion. Yeah. Thanks. How about a little more time for public comment? Or have you all made up your minds already? Oh, give it a break. All right, everyone. Time for public comment has passed. We're preparing to adjourn. I'm sure everyone wants to go home. You know what? I would make that motion. Okay, so so what is your motion? Giving more time for individual public comment. Point of order. Go ahead. Excuse me, this is my time. No motion has been made. Fine. I move to increase the time for individual public comment at our next meeting from three to five minutes. How about that? Okay, um... I have a motion on the floor. Is there a second? If I can't get a second, the motion will have to die on the floor. I'll second it. What the hell? We have a second. Any discussion? There doesn't appear to be any discussion. All those in favor of the motion now on the floor say aye. 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 All those opposed? Nay. I'd like a roll call vote. Okay, roll call vote, please. Okay, roll call vote on the motion on the floor to increase the time for individual public comment at the next board meeting from three to five minutes. Trustee Irving? Aye. Trustee Barry? Aye. Trustee Carlton? Nay. Supervisor? Nay. Treasurer? Nay. And the clerk votes nay. That's two ayes and four nays. The motion does not pass. All right. If there's nothing else, I would entertain a motion to end tonight's meeting. Second. Okay. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? Motion carries. Meeting adjourned. This is ridiculous. Excuse me, Anne? Hi! I almost didn't recognize you. Mrs. Kotzman? Oh my god! Hi, how are you? Good, good! How are you? It's so good to see you! Yes, it's good to see you. I'm doing well. How about you? Yeah, I'm good. Just here, covering the meeting for the paper. Oh! You know, back when you first started at the paper, one of the other teachers told me that you were working there. I didn't know that you were still working there, though. You must be enjoying it. 
Yeah. I keep saying that we need to get a subscription. I've never been to one of these before, but my husband and I thought that one of us should probably come and check it out to see what's going on. After tonight, I think I'd much rather get the highlights from you, though. Yeah, they've been dragging it out a bit. Have you had to cover all of these meetings? Yeah. Oh, wow. It must be interesting, though. Yeah. You know, I still have that short story you wrote for my class. The one with the turtle? Yes. Do you believe it? Oh, no. Every time I have a room full of ninth graders who aren't trying very hard, which is most of the time, I pull out your manuscript and show them what one of my old students was capable of writing when she was their age. Thanks. I'm part of the Rutland High School curriculum and didn't even know it. Right? You know what? It is so weird running into you. We were actually thinking about calling the paper. Our daughter's graduating this year, and she just won a Young Artist Award for some poetry that she wrote. Does the paper cover that sort of thing at all? Yeah, we try to include that sort of thing every once in a while. We just thought it would be nice for her to have an article to frame. Something from the old hometown paper for her to look back on, you know? Yeah, definitely. Would we just call the paper? Oh, no, no, here, uh, let me give you my card. I I usually cover this sort of thing, so just give me a call and we can set something up. Oh, really? That's perfect. You'll get to meet her then. Yeah, what's her name? Faith. Faith, I like it. It's a family name. Oh, okay. Well, this is superb. I can't wait to tell her that one of my old students is going to be interviewing her. She's going to be so excited. Good. I'll apologize ahead of time if she talks your ear off. (laughs) No worries. She should be excited. If it's okay, she might have a lot of questions for you, too, about writing for the paper. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Of course, what she really likes is poetry, obviously, and fiction. She loves to be creative with her writing, so hopefully she won't ask you too many questions about what you do. (laughs) Right. Anne, sorry to interrupt. Really quick, before you leave, could we set up a time for you or someone else from the paper to talk about everything that's been going on at the community garden? My wife just texted and said that Patty was going to see if you were available. I'll be over in a second. Okay, thanks. Sorry to interrupt. Breaking news at the community garden? Yeah. Yeah, actually, I just found out about it earlier from one of my contacts with the USGS. As a matter of fact, turns out they just found what could be evidence of an ancient burial ground where the community garden is. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah, right under the rhubarb. That is so exciting. I know, right? And the archaeologists I've spoken to about it have all said that it would be an historically significant find, too. Of course, nothing's been confirmed, but that just means I have to start digging a little deeper, if you'll pardon the pun. Wow. Well, that's great. Good for you. Yeah, just another day at the office. I guess so. Well, it was great seeing you. Yes, you too. And like I said, just give me a call and we'll get something set up for your daughter. Great. Will do. And good luck with everything. That's so exciting. Thanks. Talk to you soon. Thank you, Anne. Bye. Hi. Hey, I'm not sure if Patty filled you in on everything that's been going on down there, but Deb and I decided that it's past time for her to make some sort of public comment. Yeah, I think so. We were actually just talking about the community garden over there. She was very interested to hear about what was going on. Exactly. It's past time. By the way, I love your shoes. Oh, thanks. They're new. Very nice. So the way I see it, and I think Deb would agree, the biggest issue with the community garden... 
Episode 2 of Afraid was written and produced by Bannon Backus and directed by Tara Seitzma and edited and recorded by Samuel Peters. It stars Stephanie Bishop as Anne Hastings with Beth Bradburn, Steve Brown, Robert Davidson, Lizzie King, Paula Ferrier, Wallace Lucas, Michael P. Martin, and Bianca Washington. Featured music was written by Jeffrey Babbitt and performed by Jeffrey Babbitt with Mike List on steel guitar. Afraid is a presentation of BoomTube, B-O-O-M-T-O-O-B. All rights are reserved. Visit BoomTube online at boomtube.com and facebook.com slash boomtube network.